Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. Today we're going to recap episode 3 of Bly Manor, which is Two Faces Part 1. Okay, so Miles has just woken up after fainting and sees Parapet Man's reflection in the window. Flashback to one year ago, and we see another reflection of Parapet Man in a suit shop window. We find out later that his name is Peter Quint, and he works for Henry Wingrave, and it basically looks like he takes care of him. In Henry's office, they interview a woman by the name of Rebecca Jessel for an au pair job. In the present... Danny and Mrs. Gross speak to a police officer about Peter, whom they think is sneaking around the house. Hannah tells Danny that Peter had stolen over 200,000 pounds, which is about 300,000 US dollars today, of money from Henry and vanished. Danny, after the officer had come, she felt sort of unsatisfied with his sweep of the house. She goes out herself to do her own inspection, as she tends to do a lot in the middle of the night. Um, back in time, Peter and Rebecca are driving up to Bly Manor, and Peter mentions that he does everything for Henry, which is what we got from the first time we see him, and that the kids have odd personalities but are quite clever. Um, at Bly, Flora gives Miss Jessel a tour of the statue garden, which she says is her favorite place, and, and it is in this place, in present time, where we see Danny and Jamie out looking for Peter. Later that night, Owen and Jamie decide to stay in the house until morning just to make sure everything's okay and that Peter doesn't come back. They talk about how Peter might be the one calling at night trying to reach Rebecca, not knowing she is dead. We then see the kids and Rebecca in the classroom when Peter walks in holding roses, which he gives to Flora. Peter tells Miles about how people have keys that are needed to understand them. Later that night, Rebecca tells Peter... The real reason why she applied to the au pair job. She reveals that she wants to be a lawyer or a barrister and needs a mentor, and she hoped that Henry would be that mentor. Um, Peter tells Rebecca that he also has a ceiling that he can't really break through, which is why he's working for Peter, uh, not, which is why he's working for Henry and keeps on doing all these like little jobs for him. Um, so after that, he leaves. And then we go back into present time where Jamie tells Danny that Peter basically trapped Rebecca and corrupted her, which eventually led to her death. They then send the kids to bed and we are transported back in time to see Miles, Rebecca, and Flora playing cards. Peter gives Miles his lighter after noticing that he's upset about Henry not visiting. That night, Peter and Rebecca start their relationship. Flora makes a doll for Miss Jessel the next morning at the lake, and the scene transitions to Flora in present day staring at the lake with Miss Jessel's doll in her hands. Danny finds her and calls the doctor. Going back to Peter and Rebecca, Hannah catches them in the Forbidden Wing, where she yells at Peter for going through Charlotte Wingrave's things. That night, Peter accuses Rebecca of flirting with Owen at dinner and leaves angry. Once again, in present day Bly Manor, Miles and Flora put on a play, something that helps them process their thoughts and feelings and share it with the rest of the residents at Bly. Miles seems to act strangely while performing his scene and are interrupted by a phone call. Owen's neighbor informs them that 
Owen's mother has passed away. As he and Jamie leave for the night, Danny turns and sees the ghost with glowing eyes that has been haunting her since before she got to Bly Manor. It gets pulled into the house and this episode ends. So crazy, so crazy, chills. Um, so what did we analyze in this? Okay, so the first time seeing um Parapet Man or Peter Quint. Now that we I know guess, that that's Peter we, Quint. Yeah, now that we know his name. I thought because in the scene where the officer and Hannah are telling Danny about like the crime that he committed and that they obviously think that he's still alive and that he's coming back to the house, I thought that he was framed for the crime and then murdered. Oh, that makes by sense. By either Henry or by somebody like hannah i don't think hannah could have done it maybe it was like just somebody else and maybe like henry hired or jamie like Mm. uh, that's what i was thinking i was like was he framed for a crime and then murdered and that's why people haven't seen him and that's why they just assume that he ran away with the money maybe and like that's why they resent him for it yeah i was gonna say how do we know he's a ghost again i was like oh yeah he disappears in the wind (laughs) (laughs) um so that's what i was thinking that's interesting because i didn't even get that from that yeah I was just like, I don't even know what I was thinking about him. Um, because I, I, where my mind went was instantly like when the cop was like, I already did the sweep of the property and I didn't see anyone, you know, like, and then like, he just like, lets it go. Like, don't be afraid of him. Yeah. So he was like, I did a sweep. I did a sweep. Like, calm yeah. down. Like, I did so a sweep. So I didn't get any of what you said, yeah. <laughs> which that's so interesting because now it's like, it got me thinking. Um, well, because they were so insistent, they were like, "Oh no, he stole money!" Like and he's like, a thief, and then like he, yeah, he was a thief, and he ran away. And yeah. then like later, because they talk about it again, they probably when saw they're him sitting steal in the parlor. And, yeah, yeah. When they were sitting in like the parlor, like the living room area, when the kids are sleeping, mm-hmm. like um, Jamie gets really defensive and like she gets mad, and she's just like, "Yeah, like he's such a like he's such an uh, an a hole because." he he left Rebecca and like he just took the money and ran and she thought that he was gonna come back or like that's what they talk about so I was like but like what was the motivation behind it because even at the beginning like one year ago he didn't seem like he wanted to steal Henry's money I guess and like he seemed like he not not that he probably like he probably thought it Mm-hmm. You know, like, we we don't really know what was going on in his head then. Yeah. But, like, the way that he was talking about the house and, like, about the kids in general, like, in the car when they were driving out to Bly, it didn't really seem like the kind of guy that would steal things. Or, like, steal not steal things, but, like, steal money. Mm-hmm. Especially because technically, when you think about it, the money wasn't really Henry's. Because, like, what I'm getting is that maybe um, it was like Charlotte's. Miles and... is, yeah, Miles's dad was the older brother and Henry is like the younger brother or something. What's Miles' dad's name? My, um, Dominic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dominic. Um, so, like, maybe, so, like, that's, that's whose money it is. Cause he's do like the firstborn. I think we do. 
Oh. I think Miss um Mrs. I might Gross have just says missed it. it. Mrs. Gross says it at the beginning. Oh, I might have just missed it. Yeah, um, of the first episode, I think, when she says like Dominic and <laughs> first episode feels like it was forever ago. Even I know. <laughs> it's because there's so many details. There's so many details. But like that's what I was thinking. I was like, because obviously he's the older. Like, if he is the older sibling, then usually like everything is like in the older sibling's name. But now that he is dead, it Miles gets it basically. He he sort of like inherits it after mm-hmm. he like becomes of age. That makes so sense. So I was like, is so why would he steal from the kids? Because he seems to like them. Or is that just like his way of being I don't know. That's like, interesting. Sort that's of an interesting take trust. on it. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting take on it. But um going off of that, I guess when the cop is just brushing it off like he's just as deep he's not dangerous or whatever like don't be afraid of him maybe mm-hmm. that's what maybe that's why she's like okay let's go look for him <laughs> yeah because she's like oh he's not dangerous but like what, why in the middle of the night like she's so weird <laughs> i mean i guess that's what they do in horror films and shows like they 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 go towards the danger <laughs> well i actually don't think it was in the middle of the night i'm just assuming no because like, like the it kids was dark. are still like no, a, but the kids were yeah. still awake. And but I mean, like, it was dark. Seat. I don't mean by middle of the night. Well, probably, mean, like, nine o'clock. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I said middle of the night, too. Yeah. Like, but, that's like, what you assume. Yeah, so, like, the cop was, like, basically, like, oh, like, I'm actually surprised he's here because I feel like he'd be gone, like, you know, like, to a beach or something. Yeah, so it's, like, why yeah. would he come back? Why would he come back? Like, like why? Like, even if, if Rebecca was still alive, why would he steal all that money and, like, come all the way back? Does he, does he know Rebecca's dead? That's what they're saying, that Peter, because um, later on when they're talking in the parlor, Owen says, oh, maybe that's who's calling. For Rebecca. Like, maybe Peter's calling for Rebecca, but he doesn't know that yeah. he's dead. Or she's okay. dead. Okay, so going back mm-hmm. to, like, the beginning and, like, keeping an order, um, during that scene, we also see uh, the ghost in the background, which is, like, kind of like a soldier. Yeah, like, he's standing with his face down, with a hat on. Yeah, so, like, wh- maybe that's just a random ghost that they showed, but it's, like, maybe it's, like, oh, he's protecting something. Maybe. Like, that would be interesting. Or, like... Why did he show up when the cop showed up? Like, is he a ghost cop? <laughs> Maybe he's like, huh, my brethren. Like, yeah. I know you. Yeah. But that's all I got from, like, that one. I didn't really get much from that scene. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I didn't analyze it as much as you did. And then, when they get to Bly, we hear the most famous line, perfectly splendid. Yes! From when, Miss Jessel. When Jessel gets to, um... When Rebecca Jessel gets to Bly Manor. Bly Manor. And, and I thought that was very interesting because Miles calls her, oh, like, oh, you're our very own Mary Poppins. And she's like, well, I'm, I won't say that I'm, what? She says, oh, crap. She says, um, I wouldn't call myself, like, perfect something, but I would say that I'm perfectly splendid. Oh, yeah. I don't remember, but Flora called but her I something, think, right? No, no, no. I think Miss Jessel said that. I think it's like a quote from Mary Poppins. I don't remember. Oh, because they call her Poppins. Yeah, because they call her they Mary call her, Poppins. Yeah, so maybe Poppins. maybe she quoted that Mary Poppins line, but then she's like, I wouldn't call myself this, but I know I'm like perfectly splendid. Yeah. And then that's when Flora's like, hmm. Like, she's like, I like, I like that, that saying. And so she started saying <laughs> yeah. it. And then even when they're on the tour of like the statue garden, mm-hmm. 
she was like, oh, this place is perfectly splendid. That's where it started, yeah. yeah so, so, yeah, we finally know where it started. But before that, because you went, you skipped ahead a little bit. Oh, um, I did. But when they're on the drive up there, she, Peter's explaining the kids to her, like, how their mannerisms, oh, yeah, I skipped that how part. they are. <clears throat> so, Peter says, like, he's, like, really weird about it. He says that Flora talks to the wallpaper mm-hmm. and Miles is, like, a dark horse. So does that mean like Flora, like he knows Flora's <clears throat> talking to like a ghost, or that she's just talking to like imaginary friends. imaginary friend? Back to what Henry was saying in episode one when he was like, "Oh, it's just the overactive, yeah. yeah, overactive imaginations." Yeah, and then when he says Miles is a dark horse, what did you get <clears throat> from that? I'm not sure. Like dark horse. Because I know black sheep of the family means that, like, you're completely different from the mm-hmm. rest of your family. But, like, dark horse would probably mean that, I don't know, like, there's there's something entirely else, like, that's wrong with him. Yeah. Or, like, he's sort of just, like, a mystery, like, a dark horse. Like, you, you like, it seems like such a beautiful thing or, like, he seems like such a smart kid, but, like, there's something wrong with him. Yeah, like, um... Like, Google, because I had to Google what he meant by Dark Horse. So, Google says that Dark Horse is a, uh, the saying is a previously less known person or thing that emerges to prominence in a situation, especially competition evol- involving multiple rivals or contestant that, or a contestant um, that on paper should be unlikely to succeed, but yet still might. So, maybe he's just... I don't know. Hmm. Maybe he... But, like, the rivals thing, it goes back to the protector from episode three. That's what I'm thinking, is maybe he sees Miles as, like, you know, like, the, the older brother. The yeah. protector of of Flora, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though Flora doesn't need anybody to protect her. <laughs> Flora... Flora independent woman to be <laughs> at eight years old right now. <laughs> um no but yeah i get that like yeah. he's sort of like he feels responsible for whatever might be happening at bly mm-hmm. so he's sort of like he has to face up to mm-hmm. the rivals so mm-hmm. he's like that in that way like he's kind of like a dark horse mm-hmm. interesting and then and then we get to rebecca saying perfectly splendid and we were like oh my god finally mm-hmm. now we know where she gets it from yep and then um, the narrator says something about Rebecca finding herself in Bly. Like, she doesn't want to leave. She really likes it there. Yeah. Um, and that ominous, like, and she finds out that she never, she never will does. leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Like, girl, you like this place a lot? Okay. You going to die and you going to stay here. Um, and right off the bat, so we see, we see Jamie again. Because we didn't see Jamie in episode two, did we? Oh, yeah, we did. Obviously, yeah, we, we did. did. <laughs> um, so Jamie again is um, is in episode three, and she meets Peter, and like off the bat, you can tell she doesn't like him. That's what I wrote. I was like, it just seems like she's giving him the cold shoulder. When was that scene? I don't think I remember. Um, I don't remember exactly what scene it is, but um. I think maybe it's like when he comes in with them. I don't remember what scene it is. I don't remember that either. I don't remember what scene it is, but I just know like it just 
It's just like, why does Rebecca not like him? You know, like, what did he do to her for her to not like him? Jamie, you said Jamie. Rebecca. <laughs> oh, sorry. Jamie. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie. like, she, she seemed kind of, um, she felt something off about him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe she knew something. Saying. Yeah. Maybe she's seen him, like, steal something before. Because maybe it's not like she just met him. Maybe that scene that I can't remember for the life of me right now. Yeah, me neither. Um, is that, you know, like, she's seen him, like, steal something or, like, I don't know. Oh, um, there's, like, a really funny thing that I found. Um, there was a Clue reference, the, the board game Clue. When um, Danny, uh, Rebecca, no, Danny, Rebecca, Danny, There's too Jamie, many names. I know. <laughs> Danny, Jamie, Owen, like the kids and Mrs. Grosser in like the parlor and like the adults are watching over the kids. Um, Jamie tells Mrs. Gross like, oh, do you want the shotgun or like the sword or something? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mrs. Gross is like, oh, I'd prefer the candlestick in the library. And that's like a clue reference because like like how did yeah. they how did this person kill this person? It's yeah. like, oh they use like the candlestick that's in the funny. library. I didn't even I, had, like, that. I caught that and I was like, hey, clue reference. Yeah. Um <laughs> I thought also, that was really funny. Like because it gets kinda late and they they tell the kids like basically like they help them go up the stairs and everything and mm. put them to bed. Um <clears throat> which actually, you know what surprises me? It can't be too too late. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. because otherwise Flora would be like, "Yo, we need to all go to our room yeah, right like, now. We need to go. <laughs> get let's get let's get out of here." Um, but it was so cute because like she's like, "We're gonna be up all night." Yeah, and then she just knocks out the next scene. Yeah, that was so cute. And then um, you see that you hear that um, uh, what's his name Miles is talking to mrs gross and he was like i had a strange dream like, yeah i had a bad dream like i hurt you and i didn't like it yeah and he was like sad and he so felt sad about it he felt sad about it so i think that maybe foreshadows something because i don't remember till the end of this episode i don't think it foreshadows something in this episode because i don't remember him ever hurting her or yeah anything. so it's probably but, in like the next episodes like the episodes are gonna come yeah yeah, but I was just like, that's so I interesting. That like, I was so like sad. I was like, oh, yeah, and like he was like, and I was really sad about it. I was like, mm, and guy. in that moment, moment, Miles is Miles. Yeah, Miles is not Peter, <laughs> because we think that we think that he's <laughs> <messing> Miles <laughs> because of like how episode three ended. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then um, when they go back to when Miss Jessel is still alive right mm-hmm. and the, the i think it's like the first interaction that we see with peter and rebecca before the start of their relationship like at, when they're at the house is that he brings her flowers and but like even before that miss jessel and flora are playing with dolls and flora asks her like oh what kind of color is your favorite i'm gonna make one for you and then Rebecca's like, oh, I like all the colors, whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then Miles says, oh, dolls are so stupid, as, like, any little boy would. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Rebecca says, oh, they're not stupid. Like, they're just made up. And then, like, Flora was just like, they're not, though. Mm-hmm. They're not made up. 
as if like obviously she made these dolls as representations of like the ghosts that she's seen around the house so that's why she's like but they're not made up and she's holding the baby's like the baby looking doll yeah the too. creepy, like, baby, the creepy looking baby looking doll that's like bald but um so i thought that was interesting because uh rebecca seems kind of like put off by that and she's just like why would she say something like that mm-hmm. but like when you do think about it like the reason why she's making a doll for miss jessel is because it's like a like a representation of miss jessel mm-hmm. And then, and then, so that's why she's like, oh, they're just made up things. But then she's like, they're not, though. Mm-hmm. Because that also goes back to, like, the fact that she has a doll for Mrs. Gross. And she has a doll for Owen. She has a doll for, you know, like, herself. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting that that's the first time we hear about, like, the dolls from Flora. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're not made up. Um. <clears throat> We also hear, we also get another prank call, or they're talking about prank calls at that night as well. And um, they're saying, oh, you know, maybe they're not prank calls. Maybe it's Peter calling for Rebecca because he doesn't know that Rebecca's dead. Yeah, I think we mentioned that. We did mention that. Yeah, okay. I think we talked about that. Okay, and then like earlier. Okay. So they're <clears> playing <throat> with the dolls. And then um, um, the flowers that I mentioned that, yeah. that Peter gave to Flora were arranged in the same pattern that the flowers were arranged for Danny when Miles gave it to her. Yeah. It was like there were white that flowers was and there was like two or three red flowers. Around it, yeah. And that also just like made me like just be like, okay, yeah, that's he's definitely yeah. possessing her. Like because there it's one thing to give her flowers. Like, yeah, it's a sweet gesture, but like it's another thing to give her the flowers exactly like the ones that peter gave and to flora i don't know if you notice this but like he's hiding it behind his back both times yes he, he is, is because he when is. he's I standing just, in the doorway like, I just yeah <laughs> when he's standing in the doorway he has it behind his back just like miles has it behind his back mm-hmm. when he gives it to danny so is that That's peter like quint giving Danny the Danny flowers. the flowers. Well, I mean, I guess for, like, <laughs> right now, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Like, there, there can't be anything else. Like, it has to be Peter. Peter, stop trying to, like, flirt with all the <laughs> au pairs there. Like, honestly, keep it in your pants. This is the same uh, place where we get the conversation about the keys that we yes. hear referenced in the uh, um, second episode. Second episode. Because this is where um, Peter tells Miles that, oh, everybody has a key. And, like, you have to find the right key for the lock. So mm-hmm. you can... I think that symbolism is just, like, you have to find the right key to make them show you their vulnerability. Or to make them show you um, their true selves. Yeah. And, like, so he says, most girls, the flower is a key. For your Uncle Henry, money is a key. So what I wrote about the key was, like, the, the key reference coincides with... Um, how people are like locked doors just mm-hmm. kind of like what you're saying like you need to find the right key to open that person yeah up. so like it's like a common in- not a common interest but it's like you have to pique their interest mm-hmm. so they open up to you mm-hmm. like that like you have to grab their like a- a- attention somehow so talking about you know blind matter because <laughs> it's such a good show <laughs> or you know talking about um spoiler alert on <laughs> okay. available on spotify and a bunch of other podcasts <laughs> sorry for the shameless plugs <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding guys um but yeah so he talks about the keys and then we cut to um unless you have something else to say about that before i cut to the next 
scene. Um, I was just wondering, is this before or after Peter gives Miles the lighter? Um, I know that Miles is a little upset about something when he gives him the lighter, but I don't know if it's, I know it's in the classroom, so it could be that scene. Or was it when they were playing cards? Oh, it might be when they're playing cards. Yeah. Because that's also in the classroom. Because that's, I think that's when Peter says, oh, yeah, I'm going to stay for a few nights. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. later. Yeah, so so the next scene then is, like, we see Jessel cleaning the muddy footprints. So the muddy footprints have been there. Since Miss Jessel. Since Miss Jessel. So we know that it's not. I mean, it could be the kids. Oh, it could be the kids. But, I mean, we don't think it's the kids. I, we don't think it's Miss Jessel either, right? I mean, did we say that in the last episode? I totally forgot. I mean, we did say that in the last episode. Yeah, so we know it's not Miss Jessel. I think we were. I think we said who we think it was, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think we said Lake Lady. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense because like she's coming out of lake, so her feet are wet. She's stepping grass, mud. Boom. Yeah. Um. And then mm-hmm. we see the soldier ghost again because. Mm-hmm. Becca and Peter are talking in the kitchen right after that. After the flower scene. After the flower scene. And I don't Uh, remember what they're talking about. There's like a storm going on. And that's where Rebecca mentions that like, oh, um, yeah, I want to be a barrister like Henry. And I need a mentor. That's her key. Yeah. So her key is to talk to Henry about getting her a better position as a lawyer. Ouch. Or a barrister. I don't think that's her key. You don't think that's her key? No. Why do you think that's her key? Because it's just like, you know, you have to go to someone to get something. Yeah. That's also like a key. Like he's sharing. She's basically networking. Yeah. She's sharing like something um, about her. Like she's, she's opening up to him. She's she's basically like, this is why I'm working here. I get it. Yeah. So like my key of working here is to get here. Yeah. But I I mean, it's not like super in depth, but like. That's what I think is. Yeah, it but is. we we do see the soldier in this scene. Um, it's very quick because there's a storm going on outside, and there's like a lightning um bolt that hits right then. Um, like not hits, but like it sparks, and you see him in like behind far Rebecca's right shoulder. It's yeah. like in a like a separate room off the side of the kitchen. Yeah, I guess, and that's where you see him. It's very fast, but like you you, caught, you catch it. That was soldier guy. But I think that's the only times we see him. Like, it was only those mm-hmm. two times. Yep. Um, And then we hear, and then we, do you have something else? No, and then I think when it goes back, because there's a lot of, like, going back scenes and going back into, yeah. like, the year before and then the year after Danny. So it was, it's kind of hard to keep track, but... When they are sitting in the parlor, when Danny and Mrs. Gross and all of them are sitting in the parlor, um, Jamie talks to Danny about how um, Peter essentially trapped Rebecca. Oh, yeah. Right? And then she was like, people mistake love for possession. She says the wrong kind of love could F you up. Yeah. And then Danny goes back and she's like, people do do that, don't they? Like, they do mistake love for possession. And I wonder, like, has she experienced that? Mm-hmm. Has has somebody used her as a means of possession rather than love? Or, like, she felt that she was somebody's property 
essentially and she mistook it for like oh this person loves me so I must be theirs or like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. or like something like that yeah because she seemed pretty like thoughtful about it she's like they do do that don't they like as if she's been that goes back to that that goes back to um the shadow reflection or whatever that's that's following her could she have been feeling like if it is an ex like does she feel like he's always watching her or like was he taking over her life like Mm -hmm. is that why she's still seeing him or like Like, she was she was um at least trying to run away from him yeah or like there was a time where like she she had him and like she she sort of like possessed him or he possessed her as in like they had they both had each other mm-hmm. as like a support or like as people but she mistook it for love or he mistook mm-hmm. it for something like for love or something mm-hmm. like that yeah and then um she also says like or Jamie also says like when she says like uh the wrong kind of love could f you up is she also says like he screwed over becca and Becca paid the price. Yeah. Because Becca's the one that died. Mm-hmm. So, because they don't know he's dead yet. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I know we said this before, but I think it would happen in this scene where I wrote, Foreshadow, Miles Hurts, Mrs. Grove in Dream. Mrs. Grove. Mrs. Grove? <laughs> he said Grove. Grove. I don't know, dude. There's too many names. Um, And then right after that, they go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. And Danny's going to sleep, and you see her looking at the glasses that she put on the cab on the on the um, dresser next to her on the dresser next yeah, to her, like, like the, on nightstand. The, the nightstand next to her, because Flora in the previous episode was like, "What are these?" Like, and put them on, right? Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, like, don't play with my stuff, basically," and puts it to the side, right? And she has the panic attack. So she's looking at the glasses and remembering things, and then she turns and she sees a bloody hand. Yeah, that freaked me out. I thought I thought that was like um, going back to episode one when we said that maybe she was abused in a relationship, like whatever that relationship mm-hmm. was. So I was like, maybe that was her abuser's mm-hmm. hand, and like she sort of had to confront him in order to get away so that's why his hand was bloody yeah sort of like reaching out to her like why like like why did you do this or like you know so or it might have been like an ex or something i I feel like we're still circling back to like ex or like a love of her life it could be like another love figure in her life Mm -hmm. but i feel like we're, we're always circling back to that so that's probably what it is i mean hopefully we get to find out soon Yep, yep. Um, and um, then we jump to as like uh, we jump to Mrs. Gross looking at the wall. She's just sitting in the kitchen, um, minding her own business on the table, and she looks up and she sees like a little crack in the wall. Wasn't that episode two? Where did she see this crack? Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that was episode. She sees the crack in the church. <laughs> yeah, and that's right. When Owen comes in and she sees it before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's like so many things to keep track of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she sees that. And it's the same exact crack. Yeah. So. Um, and it's just in a different place. So she sees that. And then like 
Owen comes in and like talks to her about some stuff and then the crack goes away. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned around this time, I think it was when you mentioned it. It might have not been right now, but you're like, oh, why she keeps seeing like cracks? Like w- there has to be a significance to it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we'll see because I don't think we know yet yeah because i think um as of right now this is the second one that we've seen and like she always seems to be like she doesn't seem dismissive rather just confused she's just like what is this like why do i feel like i've seen this crack before yeah kind of yeah um that and then did we get to oh we didn't mention the lighter um how when sorry i don't have that in my notes (laughs) (laughs) when um Rebecca and Peter first come to Bly. Peter takes out his cigarette and his lighter and he starts smoking. Mm-hmm. And Miles walks up to him and then he teaches him how to use a lighter, right? And then later on um, in the card scene when they're in the classroom, when Peter says that, tells them that he's going to be spending the night for a few days, um, Miles asks like, oh, is Uncle Henry going to come? And then Peter is like, no, sorry. Oh, and then that's why he gets upset. And then, so, yeah, he gets upset. And then Peter gives him the lighter. And he's like, this reminds me of my dad. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's something that I have of him. And here you could have it, like, Mm -hmm. as, like, a little thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that lighter significance, either it's, like, something that he feels connects Miles to Peter instead of Henry. Or, um... Or something because it like usually like a link like that it's maybe he is possessing Miles because he has a lighter with him. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, oh, you have this of me now. Like this is my possession and I'm giving it to you, you know. So I think that I think that's what it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. I didn't I guess I didn't think of it like that. But mm-hmm. um, going to so right after that was the church scene that i i mentioned before right it was right after that so the church scene where she sees a crack in the wall and then owen walks in and then the crack goes away right yeah so owen when he walks in he says that he'll stay he'll he'll stay today yeah like another night i think he'll stay another night i think to maybe to look for peter or something like that or just as like a sense of security you know like there's more people in the house yeah. Less likely that anything will happen. Sort of yeah. Thing, and maybe he also just feels like, you know, because like mm-hmm. everybody is just like children or women. So maybe he thinks like, oh, maybe there should be a man here. But I mean, who knows? That's <laughs> sexist. But <laughs> I don't think Owen would do that. Owen's, Owen's too sweet. I like Owen's Owen. too pure. <laughs> Although I probably like would feel more safe with a guy because I'm going to be like, you go look at that. I don't want to <laughs> look at that. <laughs> um, but, but that's me Owen. personally because yeah. I am a little scaredy cat um but he says like i'll i'll stay right Mm. another night and he mentions his mom yeah and then he's like i'm sure she could do a night without me because she's probably seen enough of me already and that was so sad because it foreshadowed later that night when he gets a phone call that she's dead yeah and like that was so sad like the one night that he wasn't with his mom Mm-hmm. Like she's gone. <laughs> yeah, I I thought that was really sad. Yeah, I felt really I bad mean, for him. It did foreshadow it though. 
It did, but like Owen's so sweet, and like why why would something like that happen to him? Yeah, <laughs> like it's not fair. Yeah, we only we only have seen good things from Owen. Like he apparently makes really good food, and he makes food puns, which is even better. And <laughs> like, like a salt and buttery. Yeah, he really loves the kids, and like you know, he has a connection with Mrs. Gross. Yeah. They like, make a cute he, couple. He's so nice. And then his mom dies. Right? They'd make a cute couple. Yeah, they would. Um <clears throat> and then and then it goes to um the morning time and Danny's going to wake up the kids and we see that Miles is already standing up with yeah, his hand in his pocket. Mm-hmm. So his mannerism we is know not what his. That means. that means Peter's probably possessing him right now. And yeah. he's like talking like very proper i guess you would say and then um she ends up going to flora's room to wake her up but flora's not there no he says um once you find flora we can go out and have a picnic oh yeah and then she's like where is flora and he's just like "Mm." and then she's just like what the heck and then she goes into (laughs) flora's room and then she's not there and then as she's walking by flora's dresser we see a friggin' doll head <laughs> in the corner of the mirror that moves, like, is, like, watching her as she Dude, walks why by. are the dolls moving? Because I don't the, know. In the previous episode, when they go down to the cellar, that like, is, the is, doll is moving. Yeah, and I was just like, aren't you done with dolls? Like, please be done with dolls. Like, enough. Like, if my, like, you know, if I have a daughter in the future and she's into dolls, I'm gonna be like, sure, go ahead, but not in this house. <laughs> Like, you could keep that at grandma's house. (laughs) I'm pretty sure your mom or my mom would not want dolls in the house. Okay, well, okay, backstory. My mom actually had a doll, and she kept it in my room. Oh, my God. And it was one of those, like, porcelain dolls, and it would freak me out that I would always... Those are the worst. I would always have to sleep with my closet closed. Porcelain dolls are always the ones that get possessed. (laughs) Anyway, that was a little backstory (laughs) about me. But yeah, I, I never liked dolls either. And just seeing all these dolls head moving, like I, I can't. It's just it just it reminds me of Chucky. Oh, <laughs> and I watched me. Chucky when I was little, so it just did it for me, dude. I just I, I couldn't. But anyway, so we finally find Flora standing by the lake and she's holding Miss Jessel's doll. Or the representation of Miss Jessel in doll form. Yeah. <laughs> Not Miss Jessel's. Yeah. You, you, you get, get it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, the doll that looks like Miss mm-hmm. Jessel. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and she's just staring at the lake. She's just staring at the lake. So that makes me think like, because especially because like when, when um, Danny picks her up and pulls her away from the lake. Like, and she throws, like, a fit. It makes me yeah. think, like, was she talking to Miss Jessel's ghost? Like, can she see that Miss Jessel is there? Um, is she just staring at Miss Jessel, like, all frightened? Like, Or, no, because they said, I think Mrs. Gross mentioned that in, in the first episode when, like, Flora was the one that found her. And she was so oh. quiet, right? So I don't think that was Flora. Does that make sense? Because Flora had found Rebecca before. 
in that situation where she was like like in the lake and she wasn't like speaking like she was quiet your right? curtain keeps moving and it's so scaring to me. Uh, <laughs> and then the light outside keeps turning on and it's just i'm just getting oh the creeps. sorry it's a fan <laughs> but no um so i was saying that maybe what's happening with miles is happening with flora like maybe she's possessed yeah by who by miss dressel maybe because that that's like it's going back to what i was saying like when flora found miss dressel in the lake in the first place like she was just in shock so she was silent she was quiet Mm -hmm. so either she went back to the lake in that same like position she was like staring at it and she like all those emotions came back to her like remember seeing miss dressel in the lake and just like she she all, all of a sudden like decided to react at that moment or it was miss jessel reacting to her own death like remembering like what it felt like to die in the lake you know what i mean yeah because at that this would point be crazy yeah right because we're already sure that miles is being possessed by peter mm-hmm. right but what if flora is also being possessed by miss jessel I didn't even think of that. Maybe, right? Maybe it's every time she says "perfectly splendid." Maybe. <laughs> oh, dude! Now, now or maybe, now or maybe that is. Her. But like, when you think about it, Flora starts saying "perfectly splendid" when Miss Dressel was still alive. Yeah. So maybe but, that's just something that keeps her like, like Miss Dressel sort of alive yeah. in her heart or something. I'm thinking because now I'm gonna try to pay attention to like because like you know how we figured out his mannerisms change mm-hmm. whenever like basically he's possessed or whatever yeah now i'm gonna try to notice Flora's. If, if her mannerisms change too but that's very interesting because like if it can happen to miles and it can happen to flora yeah because i was just thinking maybe she was like having a conversation mm. with miss jessel but like why would she be screaming and saying no when she's talking to miss jessel you know because she was like don't take me away i'm talking to my old au pair but she was still staring at the lake she wasn't talking to danny True. I get what you mean, but like true, it's true, interesting because like it could be anything. Yeah, really. it could be anything. But like that—that's yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, because she was also in the drawing that Miles got when he was at boarding mm-hmm. school. So it's like maybe they knew something was up, and maybe like just now, like Flora had that sudden like maybe it's like you know how it was like they were both frowning mm-hmm. or like kind of sad. Yeah. So maybe that was like a mirrored emotion. So like, like she knows that she's being possessed by her. That could be too. So it's like a mirrored emotion. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting stuff, guys. But then um, she she then pulls her away from there, obviously. And then um, by the way, possessed Miles. Weird. I call him Weird Miles. I also call him Peter Miles. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know because. It's so confusing when I say Miles because sometimes I'm talking about Peter in Miles. So if I say <laughs> Weird Miles or Peter Miles, I'm talking about when he's possessed or his mannerism changes or whatever. So Weird Miles says, um, so like she was like, oh, Danny was like, oh, that's weird that she was by the lake. She doesn't even like the lake. Mm-hmm. Or someone says that. Yeah, after the doctor comes and checks up on Flora. Yeah, and then Weird Miles says um, that Flora doesn't hate the lake, though. But I can't remember if he said that with his hand in his pocket or if he just said that. He, I think he did have his hand in his pocket. So I think, what if he's talking about Rebecca? 
But he's saying Bafora doesn't hate the lake. So maybe Rebecca hates the lake because that's where she died. <gasps> maybe. That could be it. I think we're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> that could be um... it. Like, because... Because in the first episode, we first meet Flora by the lake. And she's not so, like, like spaced out about it. Mm-hmm. She's she's there and she's, like, actively, like, you know, talking. Well, not talking, but she sort of turns to Danny and she, like, talks to her. And yeah. she's, like, all she's, happy. You're more beautiful than I would. Yeah. Than, yeah. And then she was, like, oh, wait, hold on. And she puts the doll down. Like, she wasn't like that then. Mm-hmm. But she did say that, oh, it's just, like, a dirty old lake. Mm-hmm. She did say that. But it doesn't necessarily mean that she hates she the lake. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Hmm. Interesting. And then, did you catch that Peter was whistling the Willow Whaley I was just about to say that. Um, and that's the same. Just like Miles when he walked away after giving the flowers to, to by the way, Weird Miles <laughs> gave the flowers to, to Danny. Danny. He walked away whistling the same the same tune. tune. So it's probably Willow Whaley. And then you see like the picture that was in the music box that Danny found was a picture that Peter and Rebecca took mm-hmm. in the in the Forbidden Wing. And like it was the same mm-hmm. music. Obviously. Well, by the way, that's how everybody knows that um, they're looking for Peter now because she's like, oh, this is the person I saw. Yeah. And then so that's when Hannah tells her like, oh, that's Peter. Yeah. So, um, I don't know what happens after that, but I wrote Peter is consistently co- Peter consistently wants the keys to what's in Becca's pants <laughs> because it seems like he's just like flirting with her constantly. and yeah constantly. from like I think it's like from the first time they met like at the um, office mm-hmm. at Henry's office. But what do you have that part? Do you have something before that? Um, I don't think so. Okay, yes, yeah, so, because then after that, like. They do start kissing and making out. (laughs) (laughs) And then Mrs. Gross catches them. Yeah. And then he, like, sort of threatens her. Like, I could have you fired like that. And then she was like, I don't care. Like, you can't fire me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, once I tell Henry that you've been stealing things, like, he's going to fire you first or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she, like, threatened him. Yeah, and oh, the yeah. other reason why Mrs. Gross gets mad that they're making out <clears> is because <throat> she's like, are you really not going to take care of the kids? The kids are playing in the in the yard at night. Mm. Uh, but, like, why were they outside at night? Yeah. That was also kind of weird. Because they're like SpongeBob. They want to do everything at night. At night? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's also the hash slinging slasher episode. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it goes back. It goes back to... It goes back to the phone calls. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's the at night. That's the at night episode. Um, so I'm grilling Krabby Patties at, at night. night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the kids are playing in the yard. And then I, I did bring up that there was like, you know how there's four candles? Mm-hmm. I was like, is one for, I wrote, is one for Peter? Did Hannah kill Peter? But I don't think that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she would light Hannah's, a candle for Peter. Yeah, yeah. Especially because they don't know that Peter's dead. Yeah. And, like, they obviously don't like him. That's why I said, did Hannah kill Peter? But I was like, mm. I don't think Hannah would do that. Hannah, by the way, is Mrs. Gross. I don't know if we mentioned that. It's Hannah Gross. Um, but Peter does uh, seem to be a very, like, jealous type of person. Mm-hmm. 
he I think there's a scene where they're making food. Yeah, they're Owen making, making cake. food. Yeah. The kids and Owen are making cake. And um he feeds like Owen, he's like, oh taste. Yeah, yeah, Owen is just a genuinely nice guy and he's, and he's going like, around. He's like, this? Can you taste the batter that I made and see what it needs? Because like the kids are having like a small competition, like, oh, it needs strawberries. Like, no, it needs lemon. Mm-hmm. And then so Owen goes to feed um Rebecca. And then Peter sees and gets, like, jealous for some reason. Like, oh, and then, like, later that night, he's like, oh, you just open your mouth whenever some guy brings, like, something to, like, it's so, so stupid. (laughs) That's a double meaning. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to go through. (laughs) It's so dumb. And then he gets super jealous, and then he just leaves. And then she's just like, okay, like, you can't. (laughs) Yeah, but um, what's one interesting thing is um, we were watching it with, Mudassar, which which is my husband and her brother. Um, so by the way, I'm Sabrina talking. <laughs> I don't think I mentioned our names in the beginning of this episode. I just realized it. Um, so he mentioned like maybe he's not jealous of of um, uh, Owen. Owen, maybe he's like jealous of Miles or the kids. Yeah, that Rebecca because always she's giving them attention. Mm-hmm. She's always giving them attention. She's always, you know, like, oh, I need to go do something for the kids. I need to do this for the kids. And it's yeah, like, where's because, my time? I need you to. Because when they woke up one morning, like she was like, oh, I have to get to the kids. Like it's it's already like I don't want to be late. Mm-hmm. And he was like, stay. And then she's like, no, like I have to go. And he was like, ugh, like he seemed really annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. That she was giving more importance to the kids over him. So yeah, I I get it. Yeah. And yeah. then and then we see Miles. Oh, and then it's story time. Oh yeah. So story we cut back to the present of, of their present. And uh they do story time. Mm-hmm. And story time is I guess their way of coping. Yeah, that's what Owen's tell that's what Owen tells Danny that, that that's just Flora's way of saying that she's processed her emotions about what happened and like she she understand not understands but like she's dealt with what's going on like it's mm-hmm. just her way of realizing that and then I didn't write down her name of who she was playing but she was like she was I'm playing... not Flora I'm whiskers I don't know I just remember it was a cat <laughs> yeah her story was so cute she's like my mom was an apple cat yeah I'm like that's so cute and then she, and then it's Miles's turn in yeah. the in the play. And I already don't and like puppets. A, and yeah, and he's playing a, the role of a puppet, and it just reminds me of uh, Miss Ratched, Ratched's story. It's just like ugh, that story's in the back of my mind. That's also a Netflix show. If you guys want to check it out, <laughs> um, we're not sponsored by Netflix. We're just saying. <laughs> so. Um, in his, like as he's acting or telling his story, he stu- he puts his hand in his pocket and boom, his and mannerism, then his story gets dark too, and his mannerism changes, mm-hmm. and it gets real dark. Yeah, and he's like the strings, like the puppets lost their um, strings, and then they turned on the puppet master, and then like that was that was not good. Yeah. That was crazy. Puppets, just... puppets, and porcelain dolls, man. Yeah. So it's like his like disassociated identity disorder. So we at first were saying like maybe this is his way of coping with it, but now we just think he's possessed. Yep. Most definitely, he's just possessed. 
And then I also noticed that um, I don't think so. I think when the phone rings this time, I think it's it's them telling Owen that his mom died. that his mom passed away. But I wrote <clears throat> in this time because the phone rang, so I was just like, oh, every time the phone rings, Peter or every time Peter shows up in Miles mannerisms, or so, like every time, like. At least after the scene after Peter shows up, the phone rings. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. Or maybe that's just a coincidence. Yeah. And then right after that, um, he's like, is it okay if I, like, he he leaves. Owen leaves. Yeah. Owen leaves. They walk him to his car. He leaves. Like, Jamie and um, Danny. Danny walk him to his car and he leaves. And then they have. They share a moment. Yeah. An extension of the moment that they shared in the parlor when the kids were sleeping. I think it was the night before. Remember when they were talking about love and possession? Oh, yeah. I think that was like a similar moment. Like they, they had something there, but it wasn't quite what they had at the yeah. end of the episode. Yeah. So they, like they hold hands or they touch hands or whatever. Yeah. Like right? Danny sort of like grabs You can the hand see like bit. the tension in between them. Yeah. And, and then I, it goes back to before we say anything, but it goes back to you remember in um, episode one, you were saying like when she's trapped in the closet. Mm-hmm. Like, is she not saying something? Is she in the closet? symbolism yes. maybe like how i like yeah, yeah because like they're having a moment and then and then jamie does turn around when she's going into the car and she's like who knew yeah and it's like oh like would you look at that like she like you know so oh, i, I just think it's so excited because i was like how'd you get that <laughs> i think i think it might be yeah um, so so is it safe and to then say right that after I, was right? That, <laughs> I mean, I mean we'll not see. to toot my own horn but like <laughs> we'll see but then right after that we also see the shadow man but not in a mirror she turns mm-hmm. around after touching hands, and he's like and right she, there and he's like right there so it also made me think like it's an ex being like yo why are you touching hands with another girl or like like is he a jealous type just like peter maybe or or she lied to him. Like she was with him because we know that it's the 80s, mm-hmm. right? And like I'm, I'm not too versed on the laws back then, but I'm pretty sure like there were no, like gay people were still seen as like, it wasn't like as open as yeah, it is now. Yeah, it was still seen as like a taboo that nobody really talked about. Uh-huh. So was it like she was with him? as as like a, a cover, cover up yeah it could be and and like that's why she feels guilt i mean hopefully this like uncovers everything in the in the next few episodes because imagine if it uncovers like towards the end i'm gonna be like dude i totally <laughs> forgot about that i know <laughs> um but that's how it ended and then i was like that wasn't that wasn't it wasn't a cliffhanger in, ending. I was surprised because mm. usually the other ones were cliffhanger endings. I guess like the last one was just like a spook at the end where she turns around and she sees him. Yeah. But it wasn't it was kind of spooky. But like once you watch it again, you're just like, huh, I know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like we have been seeing him for a while now. 
So, so it was like every anything... time. But I was actually really surprised because um, I always saw him in mirrors, reflections, yeah. windows, you know. But now so he was like an he, actual like like when he was just there, I was like, oh my god, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I was honestly scared like when he got sucked back into the house real quick. And I was like, I wonder what the symbolism behind that was. Yeah, so back in the house. Yeah, because she turns around, she sees him, and then all of a sudden he's like propelled back through the doors of the house. Huh. I didn't notice that. Yeah. I'm gonna rewatch that part right <laughs> after this. <laughs> I mean, it's just the end. It's like really quick, but that's yeah. what I saw, and I was like, I wonder why that happened. But that was that was scary to me because it was just like suddenly like woof, and then he was like gone. But. That's the end of I episode think, three. Yeah, I think we covered everything. The Bly Manor. So far, I feel like the show is picking up a little bit slower than Hill House did. But it's not as... I will say it's not as scary as Hill House was to me. Like, personally, I don't find myself being scared mm-hmm. as much as I was with Hill House. Mm-hmm. I think also because there's more characters, so it's going a little slower. Yeah. Because but, they're doing exactly what they did with the last one, where they're going character by character. I think because episode two was Miles, yeah. episode three is like Peter and Peter and Jessel. Uh, maybe who knows what episode four is going to be, but yeah. Mm. But you want to sign off? So yeah, that's the end of our third episode of Spoiler Alert. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys listen to the next one.